are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. They say the gods made us in their image. We think of this as a blessing. We think of ourselves as mighty and just, a mirror of the splendor we see in them. Not once do we consider the evils we inherited from them too. Welcome listeners to the Facades of Gods. With me tonight, I have... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara, formerly Harris, formerly Pascal. My name is Bianca Zelda, and I will be playing Jada Jacques. My name is Ethan Schaff, and I'm performing as Clarence Bertram. And I am Kyle, your master of fate tonight. Not to be a terrible gossip, but did you hear about the deal Jada made? Yes, Giselle, I was there. We were told to take care of Lloyd. This is the entire reason that we're here. In a world where deals are currency, you're like a kid in a candy shop. Learn to be frugal by shutting up. I don't feel safe here. You've seen my bruises, they broke my ribs, and I've been stabbed. Yes, yes, we all saw in the bathroom. I feel like you're not giving me enough credit. I'm trying to keep you safe the best way that I know how. After all, who found someone to carry Clarence? We don't even know who they are. Yes, we do. Her name's Martha. It doesn't matter. Timothy's on his way, and we're going to find Lloyd. So I think um, Martha probably tossed in Clarence first. So he's all the way up against the the side door. Um, and then she just hopped into the the front passenger seat. Oh. Wait, Martha Martha is coming with us? Yeah, she's carrying him for us. Oh, I didn't realize we took her on like the whole I'm not touching him. <laughs> Did we pay her? Why? I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. I, I gotta use my overseas bank account to bribe her. Excellent. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't want to carry you. I'm lazy. I mean, that's fair. I have a broken rib, so, you know. <clears throat> so basically you're lazy, too. I get it. Well, <laughs> I'm well, I'm drugged, so who really has it worse? <laughs> Definitely Me? me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Look, Clarence. You I don't know what's going on. Into the into a vehicle. Um, everyone's still kind of blurry, but it's getting better. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, so the three of us are like crammed in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, we already. I'm know. not in the middle. Oh. I've got a window seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to being in the middle. And you all head off. Uh, the address you, I assume, give to Timothy. It is. I yeah. I pull up her address uh, by looking at that paper I have saved in my satchel. Sure. You all are driving, and 
well, you're riding anyway. And you smell all the street vendor food. You see all the nice pretty lights and those start to fade into the distance as you enter a more suburban area. The buildings aren't nearly as big. There are fewer lights. The buildings are still packed pretty tightly together, but everything is a lot quieter. You get to a street corner and Timothy pulls to a stop. I, uh, I can't go any further, but y'all are pretty close. It's just down that way, two blocks, and then make a left. I'm sorry, we're paying you. Why can't you take us any further? I can't go any further. Care to elaborate, Timothy? Contractually, I actually can't. Suffice to say, Mm. this is as close as I can get you. One of these rules of Elysium, tell me a little bit about this. Er, is everybody located or forced to stay in certain zones? Talk to me about the infrastructure of this place. Jada, I don't think we have time for this right now. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, some people live here, other people live close in the clubs. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I mean, I, I get around, but just around here. Is this restriction the result of your contract obligation, or are other people able to to perhaps cross over into different quadrants? Well, it's just me as far as I'm concerned. At this point, as they are prolonging this, I reach over into Clarence's pocket and find his smokes. His front pocket or his back pocket? Wherever they are. (laughs) Where are they, Clarence? By the way, the whole time um, you all are talking, the meter is still running. (laughs) Of course. I hate this taxi. Cigarettes are in my, uh, my my front left in inner pocket inside my jacket. I'm not an animal. I don't take the whole pack. I take two. Hmm. And I put them both in my own little clasp, and then I put back his his smokes. <laughs> as she as she finishes grabbing it, that's when I say, "Why do we stop?" Oh, Clarence. Uh, one moment, Timothy. We're yeah. We'll get out here. What do we owe you? You see the meter, and he looks over at Martha. She nods, and then he presses a button, and what was fifty-five dollars is now a hundred and ten. Is this a tourist tax? Well, no. I, I got to take her back. I got it. <laughs> I'm just looking aghast at these prices. <laughs> oh, and um. For uh, my next hit, she looks at uh, Giselle expectantly, holding out a hand. Shit. <laughs> uh, did I promise her the drug? I can't remember. That was part of the deal. Was it? Mm, bummer. Yeah, okay. Do you- or, well, not, not the drug itself, but that you would cover her next hit, and she is on... She has made it pretty clear that she's on her way to get it. Gotcha. Okay. 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 So like, I don't think I remember promising her, like, my, my stuff. Money. Yeah. Money's no problem. Um, <laughs> so 
I grab a vague amount of, of money. What I would deem appropriate for drugs. Fair enough. <laughs> I, again, coming from a party background, I probably have a decent idea of what something similar to this would cost. I am scowling so hard. <laughs> uh, and so I pull up my wallet and give her what I think is appropriate. Sweet exchange of drug money. Awesome. <laughs> you all are out. Um, Clarence, you have your footing. Um, you're a little wobbly, but you can, can you can support your own weight. Okay. <laughs> Clarence, I'd offer you my shoulder, uh, but my rib is a little broken right now. No, I'm fine. Fine. It's good. I'd offer it to you too, but I don't want to. Thanks. Clarence, are you are you feeling better? I uh, What happened? The real question is, why are we in a taxi? Oh, oh honey. Right. What? I can't. What? <laughs> Do you not remember? Kissing the stranger? What? <laughs> we're, we're chasing some lover of yours, don't you remember? No, I, I I can't say I do. Are you messing with me right now? She smirks. Hair toss. No, we are... We made a bargain of sorts to guarantee our security for dear old Jada and yourself, and probably me too. We are... We, ha- we have a lead on where our boy... Lloyd might be. Oh. Well, at least I guess I'm glad I could be of help. We might have to murder him, so I hope you're on board for that. But other than that, we should be fine. I don't know why you think we're going to murder him. We're just going to detain him and take him back. With what authority? Both of those ideas do not sound great to me, because I... No, I don't want to kill the guy that owns the bar I work at. That you know what what it's like trying to find a musician a job. No, <laughs> no murder and no arresting. Could we just like you know casually just find our way out of here now? I mean, this was all fun until twenty minutes ago. So let's just uh just you know call it fair and quits and just uh head back up top. Yeah, sound good. Uh, huh? one, it's been longer than twenty minutes, and. Two, I made a deal with, I'm going to like rack my brain for a moment, the goat. And I think that deals in this, and I'm going to wave my hands around, place are a bit more binding than what we're used to. And part of the contract is that we remove Frederick Lloyd and we get safe passage out. I want to leave. I want to go back to work. This place sucks. I'm kind of inclined to agree with you now. Because I don't know what's happened. I, I, I don't know what... Why we're here? Why is this chick in the front seat? I mean, what's she doing here for? Oh, you, you that, all are out by now, by the way. And they've yeah. left. Oh. I'll point at the direction of the taxi. That was Martha. Uh, she helped carry you because... I'm gonna wave it. <laughs> Do we look like the carrying sort? Well, I guess I'm just glad you guys didn't leave me there, I suppose. Alright, I want to get this done and over with. Let's go find Frederick Lloyd and get out. And, uh, I do have her address written down. I just kind of want to, like, reference that to our current location. Yeah, sure. 
you can you you have the ID plus what the goat gave you, and you have the final like directions from Timothy. Okay, uh, using that information, we're gonna go ahead and start walking down the. I presume there's a sidewalk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Seems like a nice area. Well, nice is a stretch, but yeah. <laughs> there's okay. a sidewalk. Are there people about? Um, yeah, what? Can you paint me a picture? Like yeah, you said sure. suburban, and I have an association with the term suburban that it's kind of like your uh Stepford Wives, Green Lawn. Yeah. Just trying to find a way to say it without being like, white people live there. Yeah. <laughs> um, suburban so it's, it's suburban in that it is next to the urban area. Um it's like I wouldn't say slums. It's like maybe a step and a half up from slums. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And Ooh, I don't I'm not comfortable with that. There's you know, there are tenement buildings around, um, but there are other like small shops, mostly uh houses that are really close together. Um not a whole lot of foliage. And being that there aren't as many uh, nice flashing lights, it's a bit darker around here. Okay. There are a couple Not a lot of streetlights. No, there there are streetlights, but like in comparison, it's there. There are a lot more shadows being cast. Okay. Does the grass look well maintained, or is it like brown and crunchy? What little grass there is is oh. not green. Okay. Oh, we're not in a good place. I stick a little closer to Jada now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to continue to walk with confidence. I've definitely patrolled areas like this. I don't feel out of sorts at all. Y- you're daunted by your surroundings, but I won't say that's having any real negative effect on you right now. Um, you're still doing pretty well. However, and I'm not going to say this is something that's counted against you all, you all are feeling pretty tired at this point. It was already, like not early evening when this this all started and it you you all been out for a while so i'm just throwing that out there uh so yeah so you all are walking and you make your way around the corner and this whole street is all residential housing not in great repair you are counting the the address numbers as you get along and you finally spot where you're supposed to be and you see this house that even among other buildings looks incredibly decrepit things that are there are practically falling off you feel like the slightest gust of wind would pull the pillars off of the porch. The windows, they're coated in so much dust and grime that you know they're clear, but there's no possible way to see through them. The brick is overgrown with different fungi and just a whole amalgamation of vegetation. And... As you all stare at the house, you feel as though it is staring back at you. Does it- are there any lights that are on inside? Does it look currently inhabited? There are lights uh, on in a few of the buildings and houses around you, as well as the street lamps 
but nothing seems to be coming from this. It seems as though you step closer and the temperature drops. Light itself seems to shy away from this abode of gloom. Giselle, Clarence, I'm going to circle around, make sure there is nobody waiting. I want you to stay in the front of the house and let me know if anybody tries to escape. I try to grab your elbow, like just a gentle grab. Do you have to? I, I do. This is standard procedure. I'm just doing a sweep. I just want to make sure there is nobody lingering around. If there is, I... Frederick isn't going to be alone. I just need to secure the area as best as possible. I, like, let go and look at Clarence. <laughs> I, Do you have anything for protection, by chance? I, I, I shrug oh. and just sit down on the porch. <laughs> are there any objects on the porch that are weapon-like? Like a pipe? Um, you know, a stick with a nail sticking out of it? Uh, on the porch, there is this box. It looks like one of those old uh, tool cases. Um, but there are, there are bolts, there are nuts. You see a very small wrench in there. Doesn't look like you're going to do much uh, damage inflicting with it, though. Uh, in fact, you feel like if you would pick it up, you may even get te- uh, tetanus from it, so... Ugh, oh, gross. Be quick about it. On it. And I reach into my purse and I grab a cigarette to start smoking. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll start with the right side of the house and I just want to circle around to see if there's anything suspicious, if I can identify any people that have, uh, you know, trampled around recently. Okay. Uh, if I can notice any sounds in the house as I circle around it. This is standard detective procedure, you know, doing a sweep of the area. Um, so I'm going to invoke my aspect, hard-boiled detective, uh, to rely on my expertise in this area to properly identify any culprits. Okay. Um, yeah, so you make your way around the right side of the house, and it looms over you in this ominous presence. You make your way to the back of the house... And all life seems to have drained from this particular lot. And then you hear the sound of wood splintering. A faint, faint grunt. Sounds like it comes from an adult male. And that's definitely coming from inside the house. On the second floor. And this this is... Although it is one of the few houses that has a second floor on this street. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make it any uh, better. You don't think that it improves the uh, lot quality at all. Is this towards the back of the house? Uh, the side of the house? Like Hard to tell. You know it's coming from upstairs, but that's about okay. all you can gather. Okay. Uh, is that pretty much what I deduce after I circle around? Yeah, that's what you get. Um, everything else, any possible vegetation that you would expect to find is otherwise not there. Uh, There's lots of moss growing. There's even uh, one little bulb that looks faintly iridescent, uh, but that's about all you see while you're back there. You make your way around to the front, 
and it's only maybe been like two minutes, so you don't have to worry about having to okay. uh, <laughs> take your time on that. Um, but I didn't really identify any signs of life. Like, it didn't look like there had been a bunch of people trampling around. There were no shell casings, any signs of violence, any blood perhaps sprayed around. No. Uh, the doors were closed. It's pretty... Fall- they look like they're falling apart, but they, they were closed. No signs of forced entry anywhere. Um, all of which would be very easy to do from what you could tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to circle around, and I'm still holding uh, my side, trying to take really shallow breaths, because I just Googled broken ribs. Mm-hmm. It's hard to breathe, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be sprinting any marathons, or, or do, doing no. any sprints anytime soon. Yeah, no heavy breathing on my part. While you're gone, as I'm sitting and smoking, I look over at Clarence. So, tell me about it. What was that journey like? Journey? (laughs) The drugs. What was it like? Was it enjoyable? Should I try some next time? I mean, maybe if you're expecting it, but I mean... Me just jumping into it, I guess, whatever it was, was... Interesting. I can only say it's like... If you... I don't know. You kinda are just there, and then... Everything's, like, just overexposed, almost. It's interesting. Would you do it again? Maybe if I knew exactly what it was. I just thought I was getting a beer. (laughs) Well, if I had a nickel. Well, <laughs> so concerning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I anyways, will say you don't you don't feel bad. Uh, it's still like you're still. It, it's not like you're coming down off of anything right now. Right. It just kind of stopped. Almost. Mm, you're still you're still feeling. It's just not inhibiting you. Oh, Danny's feeling well, that's right good. now. Yeah. Sweet. Alright, so, yeah, I mean, I'm fine right now, but, I don't know, I guess, make sure you get, you know what you're getting into the first time that you you try it, as I kind of smirk and grab a cigarette from my pocket, noticing that it's a little bit lighter. (laughs) I fall silent as I smoke. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of cigarettes does, does Clarence smoke? Is he a menthol guy? He's more of a Lucky Strikes guy. Okay. Cool. Just just needs that tobacco. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Sorry for the low classness. No, it's perfect. I, I just realized like I know what my brand or what Giselle's brand is. I didn't know what yours was. Was there any hesitation then when you like pulled out the the carton? <laughs> there okay. there was <laughs> oh, <for her. laughs> none at oh. all. Gotcha. <laughs> for her, no, she she's still trashy as shit. She doesn't care. That rags to riches. <laughs> Hey, smoke to smoke. 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 Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mama, don't complain. Especially in these stressful situations. Okay. Uh, and then you uh, you see Officer Jacques make her way slowly uh, back towards you. The place doesn't look very inhabited, but I believe there's somebody upstairs. We're going to head in. We're going to proceed quietly and with caution. And please... For the love of your own lives, stay behind me. 
We're gonna go in? Yes. You know why we're here. You haven't forgot, right? We're we're here for Lloyd. Of, I, I want to get out of this place. But you I'm... see this place, right? It's a death trap. Oh, come on, Queenie. I know you started with nothing. You should be used to this by now. I'm thoroughly amused by the thing. Giselle's not. Maybe be extra careful with your heels. What's wrong with my heels? Kind of like look to examine them. You might fall through a floorboard. Oh, this place is awful. Can't we go back to the clubs? And I start taking off my heels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe don't walk in the house barefoot either. There could be needles on the ground. You know what? Wait outside the front door. Oh no, no, you don't get to leave me. <laughs> Let me wear your shoes. You don't think I need shoes? At least you have socks, I assume. <laughs> I do. They're wool socks, thank you very much. Very sturdy. You either get me loud and noisy, or I get to step on needles. Which would you rather deal with? What size shoe are you? Seven and a half. I'm a nine. You can try them, they might be a bit big. Okay, so you say they're a size nine. I'm like, I'll take my chances, I will be very careful. I won't step on any needles. <laughs> I thought that right. was fantastic by the way just like us sitting on the front porch like <laughs> Sorry, do, would you fit i don't know uh, anyway. i'm just keeping myself knowing that i have roughly around size eight and a half feet and it might be smaller but i'm not saying anything um yeah i'm gonna kind of march up uh gingerly to the front door uh before i'm gonna do like the kind of cross arm uh, i will pull out my gun um and I'm not familiar with the term for the position, but I have my arm crossed, so mm-hmm. I still have some very good uh, weapon etiquette. Gotcha. And with my free hand, I'm going to test the doorknob very, very carefully. It moves freely. The door creaks on its hinges. Not super loud, but it's an old door. It's practically falling apart. You can see termites as they crawl out from the cracks of the door jamb. And you make your way into the house. Oh, no, no, no. I don't quite step in. No? I have to do oh, a quick okay. survey. I got I gotta... Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a You're whole fine. process to, you know, this. Uh, I'm going to survey uh, what I can see. I'm not going to even open the door all the way, but through the crack, which is maybe about five inches wide, um, do I see anybody? Anything suspicious? So you're clearing your sight lines. Gotcha. I am. <laughs> I'm a cop, yo. That's what I do. <laughs> so, you don't. Uh, you see dark figures, approximate figures of what are probably uh, pieces of furniture, but there's no light. All you see is that murky, dim glow that comes through those front windows. Okay. Uh, with my hands, I'm going to motion for silence. And then with two fingers, I'm motioning that I'm going in. And now I'm going to head in. Okay. So you make your way in and you see more of the room. It's very still. It's very dusty. You can see the particulate in the, in the air faintly from the glow coming through the window and now through the door. It's as a miasma almost suffocating but it's more of a blindness there's no movement but the room is clear is there dust settled on the floor 
that I can perceive? With what little light that you see, or that you can use, uh, there is... There are marks that go throughout, but it do- that doesn't extend very far, because um, you don't really see past what the door light gives you. And that's only okay. maybe like 10 feet into the room. This room is roughly maybe 30 by 15. You can tell that there are what look to be a couple couches, uh, maybe a wingback chair. And probably an old TV with a coffee table in the center of them all. Anything on the coffee table? Mm, hard to tell from where you're at. Uh, are you moving further into the room or just... Yep, if things look clear, um, I'm going to, uh, you know, slowly yeah. while keeping everything in my sights. Uh, you move further in and you can tell there are test tubes that are sitting on top of the coffee table. There's a stand and what looks to be a couple other vials filled with strange pieces of something and liquid that shines. And then in the back, like across from where the front door is, there's a door to the left of where you would have entered there's a threshold that you can see stairs and through that threshold even further you see a kitchen what you can assume is a kitchen anyway I grab the back of Clarence's shirt because I was definitely the last one to come in and it's just a this place is creepy I don't like it but I also know I can't drag down Jada as she's doing cop business so like I just the only other person to hang on to is Clarence. So like you feel we <laughs> grab like the back of your shirt a little bit. You all are in the house now. And ever so faintly, you all hear a man from upstairs. Help! Thank you for joining us. Tonight, we had... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara. You can find me on Twitter and any other social media at Roll for Alex. Bianca Zelda, playing Officer Jada Jacques. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media as at Bianca Zelda. My name is Ethan Schauff. I play as Clarence Bertram, and you can find me anywhere that matters with the sign Shop. I'm Kyle, and you can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. This has been a No Show Radio production. Have we whet your criminal appetite? Good news. We've got more for you. How about you check this out? Hello everyone, this is Tyler here at Formidable, a true crime podcast. I want to invite you to come join me as I drop multiple episodes weekly to give you your true crime fix. 
Now, I am personally a huge fan of true crime, and this is what has pushed me to do this. All of my stories are well-researched, but I do keep them shorter than your average true crime podcast to fit into your daily commute, so you don't have to pick back up later. I encourage you to check it out anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search Formidable, a true crime podcast. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave a review if you enjoy. You can also find me on Twitter at FormidableTC and on Instagram at Formidable. Formidable. 